Okay, everyone. So, uh, welcome to the uh, Saturday meditation class. Uh, and it is uh, just past three o'clock, so I guess we can get started. Uh, and uh, just uh, going to give you just a little bit of uh, a few hints how to kind of get going uh, with meditation, a few th hints about how to uh, make this process work, uh, and uh, then we can take it from there. And one of the um, fascinating things that I always, Ajahn Brahm was always emphasizing in meditation, uh, especially in the early years when I come, I was really struck by this because it was quite uh, extraordinary to me. Uh, and this was this idea that you don't do anything in meditation. Uh, you just sit back, you just relax. Uh, and as you do that, uh, the meditation happens by itself. And Ajahn Brahm had this idea of the Teflon mind. You just sit there, observe, and things kind of just kind of you know, they, they don't stick in the mind. You just carry on, you're just uh, aware. Uh, and then the thing, the process happens by itself. Uh, and I, sometimes I just didn't believe <laughs> what he was saying. Because sometimes, you know, as a disciple, you kind of, what, what is this all about? You don't really understand what the idea is. Uh, and the problem with that idea is that it works really well if your mindfulness is strong. Uh, because if your mindfulness is strong, it is developed, you can actually observe the things in the mind. You can see them changing, moving on, uh, and you can uh, let them be. Uh, and as you just observe like that, things do actually calm down. Uh, because you're not feeding the thinking mind, you're not feeding the ill will, you're not feeding any of these defilements. Uh, and because you don't feed them, uh, they disappear by themselves. They can only exist uh, if you actually feed them. Uh. And so, but that requires one important point, and that is that you're already mindful when you start out. Uh, and this is the hard part, yeah? Because being mindful when you start out with meditation actually is not always the case that people are mindful. The majority of people are probably not that mindful, not that aware where they can just observe the mental content in, in quite that way. It takes a lot of mindfulness. But if you have that kind of awareness, you can just sit back, relax, and wait, and then the meditation happens. Uh, so what do we do if that is not the case? Uh, how do we give rise to the right kind of mindfulness? Uh, last night I was talking about the idea of uh, uh, the thinking mind uh, and how what actually conditions the thinking mind. Uh, and one of the things, if you start to really observe your mind quite closely, uh, you will see that the thoughts are always preceded uh, by a perception. Uh, there's always a certain perception that comes before the thinking mind, uh, and that perception uh, will color or guide the kind of thoughts that come after it. Uh. So you will notice, for example, that if you have a kind of negative perception to begin with, the thinking pattern will tend to be negative. Uh. If you have a positive perception, uh, the thinking pattern afterwards will be positive as a consequence of that perception. Uh. So it's very useful to be aware of where your mind is at when you start out. Uh. And if your mind is in the right place, then mindfulness is likely to arise. If your mind is in the wrong place, mindfulness will not arise in the same way. So be aware of that. And then as you set out on the journey of meditation, start out by establishing that positive perception. And it can be very simple. A positive perception, usually, it can be some kind of memory of something that has happened in your life which gave rise to a sense of gladness or joy or peace or any kind of positive mental quality, uh, metta, loving-kindness, compassion, uh, anything which makes the mind positive and peaceful and happy. Uh, 
Yeah, very often it is enough to have a memory of the past, a memory of the, one of these kind of events, and then bringing that memory into the present. Yeah, making it real for yourself right here and now. And in this way you can actually bring back that, uh, those same feelings uh, into the present. And this is kind of really all we need to do sometimes. Uh, and it can go from either a neutral, bored state, even from a negative state uh, to a positive one. Uh, and then that positive perception creates the environment in the mind uh, by which the meditation process uh, will then happen by itself. Uh. And this is exactly what the Buddha says in the suttas. Uh. I always like to check the uh, ideas that you know use a meditation against the word of the Buddha, huh? uh, but it kind of it's kind of fascinating. You do these things and you investigate your own experience, uh, as I was saying yesterday, and then you measure it against the suttas. And usually, if that experience you had is real, uh, if it is a real thing, uh, it will match with something the Buddha has said. Uh. And of course, this is what the Buddha says very often: is the foundation for all meditation, uh, the idea of doing a recollection uh, that establishes a certain um, environment in your mind. The other recollection, Buddha talks about these things in terms of the recollection of you know, generosity and virtue and these kind of things, uh, but that is exactly what this is about, remembering some good event in your life that you feel positive and happy about. Uh, and so it matches very closely with how the Buddha explains the process of meditation. Uh, that is always a very kind of uh, positive um, um, kind of reassurance uh, that we are on the right track. Yeah. So when uh, you do meditation, try to uh, establish that environment first of all, uh, and then when the environment is uh, reasonably right, yeah, and sometimes that may uh, may not work very well. Sometimes you may have to do something else before you can meditate, but uh, often you will be able to do that, uh, and then the meditation is as uh, a chance it will work much better as a consequence. Uh, otherwise, we just uh, keep hitting our heads against the proverbial brick wall, and that is painful, as we know. So, let's do some meditation together. All right, so just uh, as always, just start off very uh, gently with yourself uh, and just allowing yourself to settle down. Uh, it takes always a bit of time for the mind to get a kind of beginning of peace and tranquility, uh, just letting go of the immediate past. Uh, so give yourself a bit of time, be comfortable, find that ease of the body and the mind, uh, that uh, beginning of a good environment that makes this path possible. Uh.
And uh, as you settle down, it is always very uh, skillful to just feel the uh, kind of good energy uh, in this place, the friendliness of the people, uh, the sense of spiritual companionship, uh, getting a positive feeling for the fact of being here. Uh, because uh, when you feel a sense of positiveness about being here, a sense of safety, a sense of comfort and ease, uh, that is likely to set the framework for the rest of the experience. Uh, so see if you can guide your mind into this feeling of uh, what a wonderful thing it is uh, to be in a place like this. Uh. And uh, then as you start to settle down, uh, uh, make sure again that you try to build up this beautiful, positive perception within you. Uh, and something very simple, uh, don't try too hard, just nudge the mind gently in the right direction. Uh, and just bring up some perception from the past, uh, the idea of an action that you have done, uh, maybe something someone has done towards you. Uh, or perhaps the general fact that you're living a good life. Uh, whatever gives rise to a sense of gladness of the heart, uh, a sense of joy, uh, a sense of positive spiritual uplift uh, that will carry the meditation forward. Uh, 
And so we all have these experiences in our lives. Uh, and now is the time to make use of them. Uh, this is why we are living this life in the first place. Uh. And uh, then as you have a degree of contentment and positive perception, uh, the time then is just to allow the process to happen by itself. Uh, 
standing back, allowing the flow of the mind and the flow of the world to kind of go through you uh, without holding on, without grasping at anything. Uh, nothing is right, nothing is wrong. Uh, it's just a matter of being with phenomena rather than allowing phenomena to rule you. Uh, the phenomena arise and pass away. Uh, there's nothing there to hold on to. Uh, and allow the process gradually, gradually uh, to calm down and become peaceful all by itself, uh, watching this magic uh, of meditation. Uh,
Okay, everyone, so <coughs> coming close to the end, uh, and uh, just before we come to the end, uh, just take a few moments to again review your meditation. Uh, and if you do feel some positive qualities having been developed, uh, ask yourself why that is the case. Uh, Okay, everyone, so are there any questions or comments about meditation today? Yeah. Everything quiet? Okay, good. Oh, there's one over there, okay. Just behind you, Bill? Okay. When it comes to our meditation pose and stance, should we sit so that our legs don't go numb? That is usually helpful, because if your legs go numb, it kind of feels bad and it becomes hard to sustain the posture. So if you can find a posture where you can avoid that, it's helpful. Yeah. The point about posture in meditation, posture is not important. Yeah, It's not really what matters. Uh, meditation is about calming the mind and whatever happens to the body is kind of largely irrelevant. Uh, so sit on a chair, lean against the wall, have lots of cushions. Uh, yeah, whatever works for you basically is, uh, is, is good. Uh, yeah, that's kind of the answer, yeah. All right. Okay, not a question, but welcome back. Yeah. And an announcement <laughs> is that the um, Kaliano Friendship Community is on at five, otherwise known as Chat to a Monk. And Venerable Medici, are you joining us? Yeah. So be with Venerable Medici, complete with Punjabi sweets for Diwali. So come join us, five o'clock, right here. Okay, thank you. Just one question. Okay, so one question from outside is from Eddie. Tim, dear Ajahn, you mentioned about sitting on chair after work. Uh, would you explore more on how it is different from meditating? Uh, and is the idea of reducing work-life responsibility can support in meditation? About sitting on chair after work. Uh, uh, okay, not sure exactly what you're referring to. Um, the, you know, the idea of meditation practice is basically to find this ease 
of the mind. Yeah, one of the kind of words in the suttas of the Buddha for meditation is pasu, pasu viharati. Pasu means like being comfortable or at ease. So anything that makes you at ease is a positive thing. Yeah, and uh, sometimes I do kind of. Just you know, sometimes you need some similes to understand what it means to let go and what it means to be at ease, uh, because very often we try to do the meditation rather than letting go and make and allowing the meditation to happen. Uh, so one of the ideas uh, that I sometimes use is the idea of when you, well, what does it mean not to do anything? Uh, yeah, because we don't really understand what it means not to do anything. Uh, we always do the meditation. Uh, so one of the similes I use is like, you know, you after work, you are very tired, you come back home and you sit down and just want to relax uh, in an armchair or whatever. Uh. So what do you do when you sit down just to relax in an armchair? Uh? Well, that is, what you do there is really nothing. Yeah? You just allow things to flow. You allow the mind to go by itself. Uh. You don't try to control anything. You just spent the whole day at work trying to control and now you want to relax, you don't want to control anymore, uh, you want to allow things to flow. Uh. So this is the idea, we're just resting, allowing things to be, allowing the world, the mind, the external things, everything to just go according to our natural rhythm uh, without you interfering with things. Uh. And so the idea here is just to give a simile for what it means to let go, yeah, the opposite of controlling or holding on or making things be in a certain way. Uh. That's kind of the idea behind that. Uh. Yeah, so the idea, so the two things in meditation, one is to enjoy, and the other one is to let go. And, uh, and uh, so that mindfulness that comes with enjoyment uh, and the letting go, sometimes they seem opposed to each other. Uh, because if you let go, it's like you kind of go all over the place, you do some mindfulness. Uh, but if you use a bit of willpower, you can kind of stay mindful. Uh, yeah, so this seems to be one of those. Both of those are really wrong. Uh, the idea is to be mindful and enjoy, together we're letting go. Uh, yeah, that is kind of the holy grail, if you like, of meditation practice. Uh, that is kind of what we're trying to find a simile for. Uh, like watching a sunset, for example. Watching a sunset is something that is enjoyable, so it's easy to be mindful. Uh, yeah, and it's also you kind of, and because of that, you kind of let go, you just enjoy the sunset. Uh, meditation is about that balance between letting go, mindfulness, and enjoyment coming together. Yeah. Okay, everyone, so that is all for. Now, so let's just pay respect to the Buddha Dhamma Sangha.